Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, best health decisions. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined with guest co-host Diana Keating. How are you? I'm great, Mike. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for coming by. My pleasure. Uh, we also, of course, have our in-house producer, Mr. Jimmy Seleski from the Live from the Studio podcast. In-house producer. That's I don't even know one. what that means. <laughs> I just I'm, just, I'm in here, baby. Right, yes, yeah. what's up, well, you're, We're not outside. <laughs> we <laughs> I think not. of you as in-house. Jimmy, if people want to submit confessions to the confessional, how do they do that? Yes. If you would like to participate in the show, uh, just go to facebook.com slash confessionalpodcast. That's the easiest way to go about it. Submit your confessionals for the given topic of the week. Uh, you can also find confessional on all major streaming platforms. That's Spotify, iTunes. Those are the only two I know. But if you know more, we're on there as well. Podbean. Podbean. Stitcher. Stitcher. Apple. Uh, Music. You can, you can mail in for the text version. We'll send you a transcript <laughs> like 2020 used to. Yes, you can oh, do that. All right. Diana. Yes. Today we have a very special topic. We are doing best health choices, best things you've done for your body. Yes. That's, how do I say that exactly? I feel like best, um, I just was telling people we're talking about physical health. Okay, that works for that me. That works. Yeah. And we have a very special guest, Diana. Do you know who he is? I do. Can you say his name? His name is Dr. Miami. Dr. Miami, thank you so much for coming by the confessional. Yay! Thank wow. You Man, like Dr. Uh, Nick Riviera there. Hey! Uh, Dr. <laughs> Miami. Dr. Nick Riviera. <laughs> you have skin failure. Oh, my goodness. We actually just did the uh, You Missed Our uh, Best Simpsons Halloween Episodes podcast the other day. <laughs> There's so many. It's like, oh, it's yeah, like that was such a fun episode. Yeah, uh, Dr. Miami, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm a board certified surgeon. I practice in uh, Miami, obviously. Um, and uh, I, well, until today, I snapchat my surgeries um, to millions of people. Um, wow. Right, on Monday to Thursday, usually. Um, and I do uh, Brazilian butt lifts, tummy tucks, mind makeovers, breast augmentations. And yesterday I did my first penis implant. Wow. So, penis enlargement? Yeah. Penis reduction. Penis enlargement, yes. Not, not reduction. <laughs> enlargement, yes. Yeah. Well, you got to re- reduce one to enlarge another. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there must be balance in the yeah. universe. The law of conservation. <laughs> of yeah. yeah. Just like the Buddha said. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere, the middle way. Somewhere lost their penis in a horrible, you know, tractor accident. <laughs> this guy got a bigger one. Now, we have a little penis controversy to talk about, but we're going to save that until the end, if that's okay, Dr. Miami. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just when you say that sentence, it's not an ambiguous. It's got a little penis controversy, but it's, we have a little controversy about penis. It wasn't like a little well, that's penis definitely going to be in the clickbait title. I'll tell you that Big right penis now. Penis controversy. Penis controversy. <laughs> that's a good band name, really. I like it. Um, <laughs> little doctor. penis controversy. <laughs> Do, is there anything you want to promote up front? Any uh, 
any Twitter handles or any Instagrams money, or anything man, like that? I'm the money life, bro. It's all good. All right. I'm the real Dr. Miami on, uh, you know, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. And, and now I, I open a new account on Snapchat, just real Dr. Miami without the because that one got deleted yesterday. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can find me. Just Google Dr. Miami. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Let's uh, jump right into a confession here. This one is from Bellina, Berlin, Germany. Uh, our first confession from G- Germany, I believe. And really? I think we actually have two German ones today. Really? Excellent. Yep. They're all about physical health over there, I think. <laughs> yeah, yes. They really are. Yeah. And Hygiene. sausage. <laughs> yes. Gone to a great therapist about my mental health. They're related in a few ways. I feel more energy. I am making more loving choices about food, exercise, self-care. So I guess Belina is telling us that uh, getting her mental health treated has helped with her physical health. Sure. How do you, you think those things are related, Doctor? Of course, of course, of course. The mind is a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, listen, you know, what I do with surgery is essentially psychiatry with a knife, you know? Right. Um, so... Um, it works both ways. If you get your mental health better, you're more, you know, and especially your priorities aligned, you're more likely to make good choices mm-hmm. in the health department. And that benefits your, your energy levels and your body's health in general. Right, right. Um, yeah, I found I, I need to get cardio probably every every two to three days at the at the least just to have just to, to be sharp mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I, I need cardio every day, like mm. seven days a week, or I go nuts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can. I can even remember, like in in high school. You remember after a while, you didn't have to take gym necessarily. Yeah. You kind of opt this out of it. This is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> yeah. is not like being in too, gym. But I can. <laughs> no, I can, not I can, being <laughs> in gym. <laughs> I can look back and see my depression. Like it kind of took off around then. You know, when I wasn't getting any physical uh, exercise. Yeah. What's your experience with that, Diana? Um, I have to agree. Yeah. I, um, I've dealt with depression my entire adult life, and I've dealt with weight problems, and I've, um, I've lost 75 pounds and kept it off, and next week it'll be four years I've been maintaining my weight loss. Wow, um, nice. wow. That's awesome. And, uh, that's, an, that's, that's great. I, I have found, and I do Weight Watchers, so I have found that when I don't go to my meetings every week and weigh in every week and be accountable is when I stop, mm-hmm. um, when I just get, go off the rails. And um, the, the key part of that is the support of the other people and just keeping my head in the game. So it, it mm-hmm. is really about... It's it's not it's all uh, a head game. It's all in your mind. Yeah, there's no sure? and there's no end. Like all these other no, they're, no they're, they're, you're <laughs> just you, yeah. you're, there's you're no doing total it. abstinence for food. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you've no, got that, to do it forever. Yeah, that's it. At the end of the movie, yeah, the there's no like you don't reach a point where you're like, okay, now I don't need to think about my right. health or my physical health. No, right. it goes on forever. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that was the hard thing for me to learn. Mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. it doesn't end, and yeah. I, I practice yoga. I do ashtanga no, five days a that's week. That's the problem nice. with, so. with like yo-yo dieting is that people go on these like crash diets, and mm. there's an end point to them. And when that end point comes, they go back to whatever they were doing before. You right, yeah. Everything has to be shifted so that you realize there's no end point. It's a forever thing. Yeah. Why do you guys think there is there is I don't want to be discouraging at all, but it seems like for so many people that try to lose weight, that struggle with obesity, uh, there's a really low uh, 
a success rate long term for for a lot of people. It seems like maybe the majority. Mm. Because they don't deal with the mental things that they mm-hmm. need to deal with. They deal with the the food and the eating, and they take it off quick, and then they think they're done, and they right. go right back to what they were doing before. Mm-hmm. But there's also the people who who don't even manage to get it off in the first place, and I feel like a lot of people like. In high school, I learned from wrestling like how to that you can actually you can manage your weight, and a lot of people have never actually taken an effort to manage their weight. They just mm-hmm. look like whatever the hell they look like. Right. And um, but and, and like when you first go on a diet, I think especially nowadays where people kind of have this expectation of immediate gratification for the things they do. You if you're let's say thirty pounds overweight and you go on this hardcore diet, you start exercising for a week and you step on the scale and you haven't lost a single pound mm. yet. You know, because it takes some time to get right. the weight off. People yep. get discouraged. They're like, dude, I'm working so hard. I've been dieting. Mm-hmm. I haven't been eating anything I like. I've been ru- getting up in the morning and running and doing push-ups and all this bullshit. And nothing's happening. And people, you know, if you don't get that immediate, you have to have like a belief and, and a commitment to knowing that what you're doing is going to pay off. And I think a lot of people get discouraged in the, in the first couple of weeks mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. You, you work that hard and you're working and eating like somebody who's shredded, but you're still fat. Right, and right. it's like you know, it's like, well, what's the yeah. point? Then? <laughs> you think that's true, yeah. doctor? Yeah, listen, I get a lot of patients um, that give up, and they come to me, and I tell them, look, plastic surgery is not a substitute. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not a weight loss. Uh, if, you know, if you are overweight, you have to. Plastic surgery is for contouring, like fine-tuning things about your body you can't change with diet and exercise. Right. It yeah, I, I got one of those that. things so, for you. Yeah, so people get their head around that. But you're right; people don't have any patience. They don't. They want instant gratification. Yeah, it doesn't happen the first week. They give up. I find with humans in general, like once the the inspiration usually just lasts for a limited amount of time, and then you revert back to type, and you still have to stick with it, and that's the difficult part. Yeah, yeah. Inspiration is like a shower. You need every day. You know, like you Mm. take a shower, it lasts a little bit, but then you need another shower. Yeah, 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 and and taking it back to the mental health aspect, it's also when you when you manifest your your diet and exercise into creating like a better physical you, it teaches you a lot in terms of like the mental aspect. Like, wow, I can like I can have an idea in my head and like make that me. Like, mm-hmm. I can envision like a fit, healthy me and make that happen, and that translates into other aspects of life. Like sure. if you want to get a certain job or if you want to achieve other goals in life, right, you yeah. understand that you can actually create your own reality. I, I honestly started that process in the dish room when I was like 21. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've, I swear I like – somehow I got this idea that if I, could, if I could do the dishes better than anybody else at this restaurant ever had – then somehow I was going to be able to apply that to other things. Somehow I could make nine dollars. <laughs> That's true, though. You start tiny and you grow. And yes. now look at us. Look now, at me. now you don't have to watch this anymore. Strictly pots and pans for <laughs> right. you, yeah. Mike. I find I found that in in the in the process of losing weight, and even for me having lost the weight and kept it off for four years, there's still an issue of body dysmorphia where mm-hmm. at times I forget what I look like. Or what size I am, or hmm. I'm still I still feel like I am that obese yeah. woman that I hmm. used to be. So it's it, it 
it messes with your head. So you 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 have that one uh, one point where you're like, I can do anything. I'm amazing. Yeah. And then you have that other point where you're right. still a piece of shit. And that goes the other way too. I've known so many guys who like were ripped in high school, yeah. and then they stop being ripped, but they still like envision themselves <laughs> as they super ripped. They still think person. they're ripped. Yeah. And it's like that was the hardest thing. Because like, like, then it takes somebody telling you, dude, you're getting yeah. fat because you don't even realize it. Like my friend told him, I, I've lost I, I 25 know. pounds in the past three months because my yeah. friend was like, dude, you've been hitting the gym. I'm like, what, dude? Fucker, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea I was putting on weight until uh, we started doing the Facebook Live of the radio show last year. And people started making fun of my weight. I'm like, what? I'm fat. I didn't know that. And I seriously didn't even notice. Um, all right. Yeah, that's what fans are for. Yeah, that's it's true. For. It's true. All right, this is from Michael A. Friedman from North Carolina. Exercise. I don't really have any equipment at home, so I do stretching, push-ups, and I walk. I do have access to a free gym in North Carolina for residents, and I am going to make use of that. I am part of a private exercise Facebook group. I'm the team leader of my team, Team Atlas. And I'm looking to recruit, recruit more members to round out our starting five. So I guess that means there's two members right now. <laughs> um, huh. So he he does it through a Facebook group. You ever heard anything like that, Dr. Miami? No, but that's interesting. I mean, like she was saying, this, like with the Weight Watchers, the, the psychosocial support of mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, I almost think... Uh, hold you accountable. I think that's a good idea. Right, right. I think that's why, like with twelve-step programs, the meeting is might be the most important aspect because it's it's something about that community and having other people know that you know when you slipped and when when you accountability. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Checking. You're not in. gonna fire yourself, you know, just mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that. For sure. Um, so, do you think accountability is uh, important, Doctor? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. All right. Well, why don't you tell us about the most important health lifestyle change you have made, Dr. Miami? Um, most important one. I, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of like, when I went through my residency, I just let myself go. Just like, on the go, just eating really crappy, not exercising. Uh-huh. And then... And then when I started my practice, again, I was working hard. I just couldn't fit in. And then at about age 33 or something, um, I had to get life insurance. And I got kids and stuff. And so I went to the physical exam. And the lady's like, do you exercise? And I'm like, no. But I swam in high school. I was on my college, Division one college gym team. I don't I, I'm, I'm an athlete. I She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the so same thing Jimmy was talking That was like about. a huge huge wake-up call right um and then i just started swimming again running again and like like i like i said earlier i do cardio seven days a week now and wow. i've been doing that since my early 30s wow. seven days so, a week but it, but it, it takes like a like takes an outside jolt a lot mm. of times to make that kind of a shift sure um you know and i did crossfit for a while you know every like year or two i change up my routine um but you know i, I put a gym in the office I put a um, I put a an elliptical on the same floor as my operating rooms. I have a um, air down bicycle in my closet at home, which I use wow. every day. So I, I and and I have instead of a, a instead of a chair for my desk, I have a, a bicycle desk. So like wherever I am, a bicycle desk, bicycle desk. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you get it on Amazon for like hundred fifty bucks. It's really cool. Wow, I've heard of standing desks. And, um, and so, like, wherever I am, 
I put the equipment and stuff so conveniently located that I would, like, trip over it. Uh-huh. So, because, you know, getting to a gym and getting to a place and meeting somebody at a certain time to sure. do a class, with, all the other things of your life get in the way when mm. you're busy and you got family and kids and stuff. So, for me, the biggest lifestyle change was putting stuff that I could do everywhere I was within, like, a few feet of me. Right, right. Interesting. Um, has anyone come you know, to the like swimming the guy desk said he's yet? Do yeah. <laughs> stretching and stuff like that at home. Uh-huh. I think that's cool because if it's if it's if you have no excuse, like right. having to go to a gym or change your clothes, you're doing your house. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right, this one is from Dawn Jordan Flowers, Mount Crawford, Virginia. Uh, she says she became a fitness instructor. I get paid to work out. It's hard to wiggle my way out of a workout when it's my job. <laughs> say that again what, what'd she say she became a fitness instructor instructor so she has yeah. no so she definitely can't get out of working out no okay <laughs> well I that's was a yoga great, teacher that's a great uh, that's a great strategy yeah, yeah. Do that. yeah. <laughs> I, I was a yoga teacher and I never practiced with my students I just walked around and and fixed them so um, <laughs> um <laughs> Huh. That wanna, sounds like I could be a yoga teacher. Yeah. Right, right. Anybody could. Because you want to make sure they're, they're being safe. They just start yeah. doubting you. you at like, Wait a second. <laughs> you know, you, and you can't yoga? look bad if you're a fitness instructor. It'd be like if you're selling Ferraris and you drive a Honda. You Unless know, like, you're at yeah. Planet Fitness. Have a certain look or something. I right, think. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like my elementary school gym teacher, Mr. Lowe, who would chew tobacco and would never get out of his chair. And one time he literally broke a children's chair, and we thought it was the funniest thing we'd ever seen. He would instruct us to run, come back, never leaving that chair. Yeah, and honestly, though, as a... As a yoga teacher, I went went the full gamut because I was an obese yoga teacher. So I went from... I lost the weight while I was teaching. Mm, mm. So it was, interesting. yeah, it was, uh, people and would walk into my class and not believe that I was the teacher and that, that I could do the things I was teaching and I'd demo and they'd be <laughs> really? amazed. They would, they would express you must, this to you? You must like, be very on. flexible. You What's must that? be very flexible. <laughs> yeah, fat people can be very flexible. Yes. And feel like fat people are more flexible. Sure, no, flexibility... Flexibility and, and obesity are not necessarily incompatible. Really? They can be very flexible. Yeah, yeah. No, I've huh. seen yeah, I've seen people quite overweight that can be splits. Wow. And uh, all kinds of interesting things. Right. They're, yeah, they're not they're not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um but I dare think you're much better at yoga skinnier, no? Right, right. I, right. I have a lot more space to move around my body. <laughs> Yes. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I do know. It does seem like there there are people with kind of that round body type that I kind of have. That's they're like, like not really fat, but they just kind of have that roundish shape, you know. Yeah, the, the dad bod. Yeah, kind of that. <laughs> you got a dad bod. Yeah, I think so. I think, and I even when I'm like in my best shape and and am not am eating really healthy, I still have like kind of a, a gut, you know. Like I just chicks yeah. like dad bods though. Apparently, I mean, it's I, 2019. Dude. I don't know if that's true. You know, there's a a lot of men put on weight internally. So like, huh. whereas women will tend to put it on in their butts and breasts and, and thighs, men in general tend to have skinnier, more muscular arms and legs, right. and they'll put it on, not even necessarily on the abdominal wall where you can like pinch it, 
but internally around their liver and their intestines. Well, that's the way to do it. So when you say dad body are kind of round, you know, that doesn't, in, in other words, you might look at your, your tummy and pinch it and be like, there's no fat here. But it's on the inside. You still need to lose weight if you want to get that flat. That is incredible. I, I, you know, I've thought about that in the past. Like, am I? Do I? Is there fat internal? Because, like I said, losing twenty. I didn't think I had twenty five pounds to lose, but I, and then I thought about. I was like, maybe there's like fat internal, like around the liver, around your organs, and stuff like there that. Is. I was like, wow, there is. Huh. There is. that and is crazy. I've never really considered that before. Where you put on on internally, they think that's that's linked in, in studies with an increased risk for heart disease. So yeah. it's like the rules you especially to Is that why men have heart disease more? The Say that again? Is that why men seem to have heart disease more than women? Yes, it is. It is. Wow. It is. It is. It is. That's yeah, that Interesting. I didn't a whole know bunch that. of other things. But yeah, but that's that's a that's a big one. Yeah. Interesting. That's that's actually really interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah, me neither. Did you know that, Diana? Um, I didn't, but um it explains no, I mean right. if you could chat around your organs, you know, that's you know, it's not good. It explains yeah. my husband, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have an internal dad bod. Right? An internal dad bod. <laughs> internal dad I'm actually internal ripped dad. internally. You can't <laughs> say it, though. But my liver <laughs> has a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. My liver is ripped. That doesn't sound too good. <laughs> That's um, all right, Diana. Did you did you kind of already tell us your your confession? Is that your, your the Weight Watchers and the yoga? Is that kind of your practice? I mean, pretty much. Is that much. the best thing you've done for yourself? Yeah, I've, the the Weight Watchers and definitely I I've um I've been practicing yoga for nineteen years. Wow, wow. Um, and you were in the military at one point. I was right? in the army. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in better shape now at forty four than I was when I was in the army. Wow, wow. Um, I'm stronger, leaner. Yeah, I'm way you should, you should I'm be way like, hotter right now than sure. I was back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you should be like the uh, the drill sergeant for yoga. Like yeah, I, twenty downward dogs, <laughs> you pathetic maggots. <laughs> I actually did do some training on um, um, working with um, military uh, soldiers nice. and well, well, military members and veterans because cool, I wanted cool. to get into that, but I really couldn't find the avenue to like work with the VA or with right. any active duty, anything. So, um, but I've done the training, so. Nice. That's awesome. And That's I think, really cool. I think had I had the yoga practice when I was enlisted, my life would have been very different. Mm-hmm. Like I had my mental illnesses really showed up in du- during my, uh, during my time in service and had I had the yoga, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have made a lot of difference. Hmm. Like mentally, physically. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I've added meditation into that right. too. So. Oh, that's awesome. How, how often do you meditate? Every day. Really? Yeah. For really? How long? At least 10 minutes. How, often, how, how long do you meditate for? 10 minutes. How many? 10. 10. 10. Oh, that's nice. That's reasonable. It's a good amount of time. Yeah, Terrible. I get up. I get up at four thirty. I meditate, Whoa. and then I go to yoga. That is four thirty. Four thirty. Yeah. Do you take a nap in the afternoon? No. Oh, my. what time do you go to bed? Like nine. Ah, uh, okay. Wow. Oh, nine's good. That's wow. good. Nine to four thirty is good. What are your thoughts on sleep, you. doctor? What? What are your thoughts on Talk sleep? What? What's what's the ideal? Overrated. <laughs> For sleep. Sleep. Yeah. 
I, you know what? I think it varies on the part of your life here and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it varies. There's a huge variation from person to person. I mean, the you know the the um, the guidelines are you know seven to eight hours minimum, right? For healthy adults, uh, teenagers need more. Kids need more. Um, but you know, there's some very very productive people that get four or five hours of sleep. And I feel they, like they're the they most productive people. Well adjusted. Happy, no yeah. depression, you know, fit. So I feel like I those mean, people run the world. I, I think yeah. it just depends. I feel like it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. Right, right. There is something called the sleepless elite, and uh, it's like a bunch of different people like throughout history that are like elite in their fields and they all a lot of them have that they slept maybe three four hours a really, day. really like a lot of like elon musk like yeah. tesla all yeah. the all those, yeah, like, Mozart, the people throughout the 80s and stuff you know 45 minutes uh you know twice wow. a day or something. which made me but feel that, like a loser right. that's not for everybody I can, that, if i, I get think that's, that's, those are special people those are right. like the michael yeah. jordans yeah i think like michael jordan could stay up gambling until like 7 a.m now that's something to strive <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> but like, but there are some people that they probably just have, they just have less of a need for function. And I think the different parts of your life, you know, what you're going through, uh-huh. will you know change. Right. You know, right. All right. Well, speaking of yoga, uh, this is from Trey Stro- Strobel. Baden Wadenberg, Germany. Am I saying that right? Baden. I think the only one you messed Baden-Wurden up was Germany. Germany. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Bikram Yoga. <laughs> he says Bikram Yoga. It was founded by a man named Bikram from India. He explored as a practice in America. Uh, what it is is a heated room for a, to 106 degrees with zero humidity. What about the wind chill factor? Yeah, that's true. Then it always uh. follows traditional yoga poses. The purpose of that is to induce meditation. At least it did for me, but everyone is different. It benefits every system in the human body, including bone structure and detoxification. I experienced an internal cleansing second to none and heightened sense after the workout with a sense of mild euphoria. It's like when I eat cheese. Um, well, it's... Diana, maybe you can shed some light on this. Yeah. I, I do feel like... It, it, Yoga is certainly very good for you. Yes. Um, but sometimes I feel like people go a little too far with, I, you know, I have like to cures agree. everything. Yep. People do that with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that, Diana? I, um, I definitely agree. Um, I feel like your mild euphoria in Bikram yoga is most likely from dehydration. Uh-huh. And um, I, I, I have practiced Bikram yoga and ended up with a um, migraine. Really? And yeah, um, I I have my my Facebook feed is basically all of my yoga friends trying to tout you know detoxification. <laughs> That's all it is. Multi level marketing schemes right, right. and uh, essential oils and kombucha. Yeah, all of these, all of this bullshit that like you're gonna detoxify your body with oil that you're sniffing, and I'm like, no, that's what your your organs are for. Like twists are not gonna fix it. It's Hmm. right. So so you're not part of the new age yoga movement. I I mean I believe personally like there's a there's a definite union between my mind and body, and that it puts me in a different space and gets me comfortable with who I am, but. I don't believe that 
and and my body is stronger and it functions better, but I don't think like twisting to the right is going to make, you know, my mm. liver work better and twisting to the left is going to make my kidneys work better, which people I've heard people say things sure. like that. It doesn't that. sound very woke of you to say that. Yeah, I'm right. not, I am not woke. Do you also not believe in climate change? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you don't believe crystals vibrate at different frequencies to for your mental health cuz Dr. Miami, do you have uh, is does spirituality play a part in in your practice at all? Um, yeah, I mean, it plays a part of my a big part of my life. Um, I think uh, I think it's part of, it's part of um, it's a part that people a lot of times ignore to their detriment, especially if you have a family and a business and you know things to worry about. If you if you don't have a spiritual outlet. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy to fall into depression and, and right, a lot right. of mental issues. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. spirituality is a great um, release. And then, on top of that, you know, it, it builds community and, and that sort of thing. There's many, many benefits to it. Um, it's one of the things I was asking how long she meditates for. And everybody has their own religious uh, stream that they flow in, but having no spiritual stream, I think, is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we got one more confession here. This is from Ann Neal, Baltimore, Maryland. She says, improv. The hardest <laughs> part of doing what's necessary to change your health is motivation. Once you find the will to do it, the rest is relatively easy. Improv motivated, motivated me for a couple of reasons. One is just vanity. I can't avoid being... Imp- pictures and i was no longer recognizing myself in pictures the other is that i'm surrounded by people half my age who drop to the floor and roll around or do other physically challenging things with no thought of whether they can get back up or not i didn't like the hesitation i felt so i challenged myself to increase my strength and stamina hmm. there you go i see that and did, 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 what, what did you, did you say improv improv, improv. Oh, you ever do improv improv like improv comedy yep. yes Oh, no, <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's kind of cool. So, like, people in her improv troupe were doing physical comedy, and she wanted to match them. Yeah. Yes. She started working out. That's and she cool. wanted to look good on stage, I guess, too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Diane and I have both uh, done improv, believe yes. it or not. Yes, we have. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I, I, I saw the... Um, Second city, I think they're called, right? Second yes, city? yeah. In Chicago. They came, they, they come down in the winter to Miami here, uh, and they do like a, a road tour. It's fun. Oh, cool, cool. cool. Um, you would not, you would, you would, uh, you'd be surprised how much putting your leg behind your head can come in handy during an improv scene. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I can right. only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. I've done it more than once. <laughs> so you've, you've, you've put your yoga into improv. Oh, yeah. Nice. I get very physical. That's awesome. I just put your improv like, like, yoga. like Ann said, we're rolling around on the floor. Right. Have you considered improv yoga? Just straight up like that's your... Yoga. Yeah, uh, turn to the right. Yeah. I think maybe. Actually, I did. I did teach a yoga class during a comedy festival in a bar. I, oh, that's I, awesome! Yeah, so cool. I taught at uh, Zissimo's in the Lou Room oh, during the Charm City Comedy Festival wow, a couple of years wow. ago. I, oh. I think you know what improv yoga may be the best idea to my whole podcast. That's, <laughs> I'm yeah. That is not a bad idea. 
Um, joke. Certainly better than uh, penis reduction surgery. <laughs> that was the worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> penis reduction, not such a big margin. Uh, penis <laughs> augmentation, much better. I have met a couple guys who could benefit from that, though. Penis reduction? Uh, yeah. We all really? who yeah. hasn't. Yeah, I, I totally could. Who can use a slight trim? Who can use a few more inches, really? Nobody. Well, uh, all right. Well, speaking of penises, let's. Uh, why don't we jump right into this controversy that you're experiencing right now, Doctor? Yeah, okay, it's a little traumatizing. Um, you know, I have a Snapchat account that has millions of followers, and we I post surgeries every day for you know, um, for years, and it's almost all women. That's augmentation, I started doing, uh, learning how to do a penis implant surgery, and I did my first case yesterday, and I posted it on Snapchat. Midnight, they deleted my account, and they sent me an email saying, it's permanently deleted, can't get it back, done. I think it's sexist, frankly, because, right. you know, why, why is it okay to show women, but you show one man? I think somebody got their little penis, their little right. penis feelings hurt or something. Their little Snapchat. penis feelings. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. yeah, and that's uh, yeah. Now I'll we'll try. We'll try to get it back. You know, whatever we'll do, we can. But I find it surprising that they didn't give you any type of like strike or warning or anything. They just just deleted it without done. Delete. That's wild. And mm-hmm. and and are you in the appealing process? I imagine right now. I mean, I'll do what I can. You know, I don't yeah. know. Um, I, you know, I don't have it. Evan Spiegel's number on on speed down, so it's hard to it's hard to get uh, it's hard to get the right people, but we'll figure it out. Mm. Either way, you know everything happens for a reason. I'm, and, I'm uh, surprised you know, they, with they the draconian other social media platforms. Uh, rules most social media has that you are allowed to post the breast surgeries at all. Right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, it is. It is weird. That like you can, n- no yeah. nipples ever anywhere. Right, right. Like. Yeah, I have a yeah, friend who's an artist, and he can't post po- pe- pictures of his nude paintings. Really? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's they're, they're, those I mean, I understand. Seem, yeah. I understand pornography, you know, but like a flaccid penis. Right. Right. <laughs> Not yeah. even a red Why is everybody so uptight about penises? Nobody even likes penises. Oh, I, I agree. Sure, Mike. Like, everybody's <laughs> obsessed with penis. <laughs> <laughs> in my experience, nobody I've ever known likes a team. No, but, like, nobody cares about a flaccid penis. Like, nobody's, like, looking at that. You know, like, it, 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 boobs, everybody obsesses over. Yeah. Right, you know, but, like, a penis. So there's like, so many double standards in that medium. Because so I remember, many double standards. I remember watching, ridiculous. like, a national... If you watch, like, a, a documentary on, like, uh, the Discovery Channel or something like that, where they go to, like, some tribe in Africa, they won't show boobs on TV, but they'll show the people in the African tribe walking around completely naked, and for some reason, because it's that, it's different. Yeah, I have always wondered... That is yeah. such... That, that kind of seems pretty racist It's to extremely racist. It's, it's like, like, oh, well, well this doesn't, doesn't count. count. This it's, doesn't it's, count. It's, it's totally... Uh, you know, National Geographic, um, not too long ago, actually published a whole apology. Um, oh, wow, for that's their, cool. their blatant, uh, yeah. That's yeah, actually so they, pretty they, cool. They're aware that it's not... Yeah, so basically yeah, white boobs right. are not yeah. good, right. but yeah. colored, yeah. you know, any other color boobs yeah. are okay. But, but, it's, not, but it, it just, it's just a double standard where, uh. where women's bodies are constantly objectified and, but, you know, a man's body, you know, when you show that, suddenly it's it's off limits. But mm. on the bright yeah. side, men are allowed to show our nipples, so it kind of evens true. out. Kind of evens out. 
And I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know if that's an easy trade. Cable TV, at least when I was a child, sometimes you could show a man's butt. That's true. Yes. All right about that. But I always woman's. got really excited like, about you know, that what? as a child. In movies, right? And yeah. like, you can you'll never see an erect man's feet. So always see a flossy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's Why? true. That's true. So yeah, other countries yeah. aren't that uptight about these things, are they? Aren't you from? Uh... Yes, they're they're pretty they're pretty uptight too. They're, oh really? Still, yeah, okay. but the now, grass is different. But the, but the penis is is still pretty, you know. Right. What right. is your Snapchat username for it, if it? I assume I think if you well, appeal it, was, it correctly. It was it was the real Doctor Miami. I started a new account today with just uh, just real Doctor Miami without the the. So we'll see if that uh, yeah didn't get those people back, but. Whatever. It's all good. It's all good. Well, damn. Mm. Well, sorry to hear about that. Hope it works out. <laughs> It'll be fine. We roll with it. It's yeah. a bad look for Snapchat. We're, we're really I did want to say, uh, I, I was, I was, because uh, the agent that reached out originally to me, um, getting you on the podcast and then also other people under the agency, Chef Jerome and Sebat, um, not Sebastian, but uh, Papa Joe and things like that. And I was actually at a bar the other day. And I was talking to two girls, and uh, they somebody mentioned something about plastic surgery, and they just started talking about you. And I was like, <laughs> oh, awesome. And that gave me the perfect end to be like, well, you know. He's talking <laughs> so, so you worked out great for You're me welcome. this week, man. Uh, you should have thrown in a little penis reduction. Yeah, that's a anecdote. Penis. <laughs> you can't follow him on Snapchat anymore. That, that's, the perfect, have... that, that's the perfect line if... Two girls are talking in the bar, and they mention my name. You say, "Oh, I'm scheduled for a penis reduction." <laughs> <laughs> Speak. <laughs> right oh, that's a great idea. I think I'll use that one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Uh, all right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Anything else uh, we yeah. want to discuss before we yeah. wrap it on up? Thank you for having me. Of course, thank you. I gotta go now, but I really, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Awesome, okay. thank you so much, Doctor. We'll a, send this to you as soon as it comes weekend. out. All right, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Take care. All right, well, thank you, Diana. Thank for you, hosting again. It was I love this. Thank you, Jimmy. We Give me a microphone and let me yeah. talk. Yeah. That's yes. awesome. Yes, <laughs> anytime. Thank you. Uh, Everybody who called me. Yeah, we apologize to listeners for. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to put my phone on do not disturb. Yeah, you put it on definitely disturb. <laughs> I was hanging disturb. up the calls too. Nobody ever calls me either. They're all calling me, right? Who the hell is calling people these days anyway? I, Great. Yeah. Grandma? Great. There must be a lot of emergencies happening yeah. right now for you, yeah, Mike. Yeah, it's probably like, Mike, we have terrible news. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. Mike, we have terrible news. Your podcast is ruined. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, this was a good episode, guys. And we will see everybody next time on The The Confessional. Confessional. Peace.